Good evening, listeners. This is episode 14, and to those avid listeners out there of this podcast, you would have noticed a change of the intro song. Friday on my mind has been replaced with one of my favourite Christmas songs, and my fave will close out the show. This evening, I have three special guests, and I'm, they are very special to me and to all you people, so I'm super excited. But it has been a really difficult exercise to get this show on the on, on tonight with with. Uh, Trying to, trying to get three guys on at the same time has been difficult, and then we finally got on on board. And one guy goes, "Oh, I'm going over. I'm going into state," and then only to find out it's, he's going tomorrow. So we're very lucky to, to have all these three guys uh, together here tonight. So, like I said, I'm super excited. Uh, the three truly wonderful gentlemen, and I guess from my understanding, you guys became friends through work, then went on to further your friendships through various charities. And uh, that you organise and you participate in. So welcome. I'll keep you in, no longer in suspense. Welcome, Gary, Lockie, and my first two-time guest, Griggy. How are you, gents? Hey, Billy. Billy. How well, are we going? Well. All well. All well, good, mate. Bill. Yeah, that's, that's good. So, like I said, it's been a really hard pod to get on the, on, on on air, but we finally got it on. So we recently completed our seventh or eighth uh, TDC Vic Discovery tour. Seventh, Bill. Seventh? I thought, yeah, thought it might have been. So how did we all pull up? Start with you, Griggy. Uh, yeah, pretty well. Yep. <laughs> Lockie? Yeah, pretty good, Billy. No That's worries. Good. No injuries or good stuff. muscle soreness. And, and Gaz, unfortunately, due to a recent knee replacement, you are unable to uh, to ride. But because you obviously enjoy the tour and what it means to you, uh, you were on, on the support. How, how did you find being on support crew this year, mate? It was good, Bill, actually. It was yeah. really enjoyable. No, it was good. Totally different. From riding, from yeah. From riding, yeah. but uh, got to know a lot more people than normal. Okay. You're dealing with all the groups instead of just the one, and it was enjoyable. Oh, he was our jockstrap. <laughs> our jockstrap. Please explain, lot. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he, he's talking he, about. He, he, he looked matter. after us. He held oh, us up. He looked after us. He, he, our support. He actually did look after it's us. our support. Yeah, one, one, of the, one of the many support that looked after us ex- extremely well. In fact... So well that he supplied beers one night, one yeah. afternoon. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for that. Um, Lockie, you've, since you've joined Tour de Cure, you've had the, the privilege of being uh, the oldest uh, since 2000, back in 2017 when you first joined. So you're 70 years of age, 74, 74 years of age, correct? That's right, Billy. Which It's an absolutely amazing effort, mate. Yeah, considering we ride for three days, averaging about 100 k's a day and over 1,000 vert each day. And you just keep on going without complaining. Okay, you, mean, you complain a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I don't know about the not complaining, Bill. There's a little bit. Right? There's a little bit of complaining. I did say minimum. Tell you I slept with you, Billy. <laughs> oh, that night, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that later, Lock. Um, so, so what's your secret, mate? Because clearly... Oh, nothing really. Like, I don't feel I'm old. It's just I've been active all my life and you start doing things. And the main thing that's a driver is Robert sitting over here, well, he's in the bank about 15 years ago. His son, Lucas, uh, had leukaemia and... Later on, developing the cancer and the funds going there. It's a great cause, and we're doing it for Griggy as much as everyone else to raise some money for cancer, cure the beast. Awesome, mate. Thank you very much. Now, Griggy, you had to go one better than us this year, didn't you? So on arrival, after our third day, you had a couple of beers at, 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 the, at the end, and then you, uh, you went home, cleaned yourself <coughs> up, and drove out to Orbost uh, that night and, and took part in the great Vic, Vic bike ride the following day for, for it's a seven day riding event but 
Unfortunately, the weather, the other guys weren't on your side. So how did that go, buddy? Turned sour, Bill, very quickly. So Turned we, sour. We rode for three days, which was really enjoyable. A great, great track out there through um, Buchan, Lake Centrance and De Painesville. Mm. But, yeah, that uh, Sydney weather hit us from the east and just wouldn't leave and we were just saturated. Everything was wet, soggy. <laughs> It just wasn't pleasant. So <laughs> there, was, there was seven of us riding. Seven of us riding, and friends, three yeah. of us, um, three of us pulled the pin and and got exited to the to the to the end stop at Wanthaggy, and we we drove home. So yeah, we'd had enough. But the other four continued on. They had a great you okay. Know, great so trip. so the two continued on for some yeah, yeah yeah yeah. They 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 kept going and good luck to them. But yeah, they well, had what? they had. Blue sky for the last two hours, so and that was so kind. The next five days, it was pretty ordinary. So those Canadians up north sent, sent the bad weather down to us, mate. Mate, it was unbe- it was unbelievable. So, and, yeah. they, and they blame us for bad weather, eh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I met these three gents back in uh, 2017 all, all together. I, I met Griggy the year before in 2016. We in 2017 we did our first uh, Tassie Tour de Discovery Tour, so which is a one of our favourite uh, tours, I reckon that that Boat Harbour tour was, was a was a great tour. So, what did, what did you guys think of of Boat Harbour, Lucky? Oh, great little spot there. Yeah, good place to go for holiday and have a beer. But uh, stayed with a couple of lovely ladies there. They looked after us pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I turned sixty on that trip too, Billy. Oh, young man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the trip. On the day, no, yeah, <laughs> Gary and Luke. We sang Happy Birthday to yeah. him. Uh, very good, sixty. So now you make sure you. Oh, I won't, we won't say how old you, I guess. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the youngest add here, six, I think. Add six years. Add six. To that, yeah. But, yeah. Oh no, Griggy's the youngest. Griggy's that's right. Sorry, Griggy. <laughs> My apologies, mate. It's okay. So not only did we discover that we had a love, uh, common interest in uh, writing for charities, in particular TDC, but we also loved the Maxi Bond. So why do you guys love the Bond? After a hard day's rock, it's better than a VB. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really lovely, lovely taste and uh, builds your energy up again, Bill. It gives you the hyperactive after about half a dozen. Half a dozen. So when, when did you guys first start eating Maxi Bonds? I can uh, tell you that, I simple. I tell you the truth, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, I can tell you how it happened. I do the Variety Club Bash with David Cloak about eight years Name ago. Name dropping again. Yeah, about eight years ago, introduced the Maxi Bonds. Every time we get fuel on the bash, we have a Maxi Bond. So some days it's a four-day Maxi Bond day. Beautiful. Oh, you don't remember at all, Gaz? You don't, no, he, like he introduced yeah. to but I'd rather a VB, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a Carlton draft you liked. You'd prefer, either one. Either one, one yeah. yeah. I thought you might have, Gaz. <laughs> Griggy, when did you start getting introduced to, to Maxis? Yeah, I can't remember, Billy. It was a couple of years ago, I think, oh, up, yeah. at, up, well, up at Lockie's place before the... The, the uh, no, the Warby ride. Oh, oh that on, on yeah, in, in, in Feb, yeah. Well, I must admit, I, I've outdone you all, all, all you guys. I remember I first got onto the Bonds um, back about, probably about thirty years ago when I was down the prom with the kids. There you go. So there you go. I walked down to the uh, to the to the local general store there at, at the, in the prom, and yep. we'd, our treat was a Maxi Bond each night. So magnificent. And, I, and, they, and they continue on. They don't get any worse. They're fantastic. Do your mum and dad buy them? No, no, my mum and dad didn't go camping with me, mate. It was just me. <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong. Griggy and Lockie, you guys met whilst working in the bank together, correct? Correct, Bill. Yeah, yes. And Gary was one of your most influential and valued customers, correct? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, not really. He thinks he is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. So, so how did you guys get involved in charity events that you guys participate in, you know, events like the Variety Bash, the Danaher Drive for MND, and of course TDC. <laughs> and and yeah, do you do any other charity events? 
Yeah, we do the the norm, norm of yours got a oh, that's um, right uh, ride up at the Warby Trail in February's to the benefit uh, the Good Friday appeal for the Royal <laughs> Children's Hospital. So we've been doing that for oh, seven or eight yeah, years is, now, yeah. probably I reckon. Um, yeah, well, being in the bank, I got wrapped into heaps of charities, as Police Ruben Foundation, Kids Help Line. Okay. I'm a bit of a sucker for this thing. So oh, good, excellent. Back doing it. Yeah, so. We've been doing it for quite a while. So. Yeah. So, which leads me on to my, my next question. When and what was the first charity event that you guys got involved in? So, you, obviously, yours was in the bank, um, Lucky. Well, the first one, I was glad I got to move. I was uh, 19 years of age. I was just... 19? Yeah. Let's do well, the maths. <laughs> That's a long time I was ago. A, I was a very low light in the National Bank at Warburton at the time. And we're playing cards at the accountant's house that night and he got sick. And I went down the street and got him some quickies and some uh, soda water. Go back next morning and found out he'd had a heart attack. He's only about 36, so he was actually uh, treasurer of the swimming pool committee. They're trying to raise money for a swimming pool. Okay. So the old boss at the bank said, you're it. <laughs> so I did that, and each time there was a film coming, about five bills, and I was getting out of control, and luckily after about four months I got transferred to Jim Buller as a teller at the National Bank there, so I got out of that terrible job I got dominated for, but it wasn't actually my... <laughs> Occasionally, I actually volunteered for. I got volunteered, but that's the first bit of charity work I started doing. Gaz, do you remember when yours? When yours uh, <coughs> we just started doing a variety bash. bash yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I actually had known Lockie for a long time, and we signed up for the variety. But we're sitting at work one night having a beer, as you do, <laughs> and we <coughs> used to look after the exhibition buildings. We used to do the security in the car park at the <coughs> exhibition buildings, and one year the bash took off from the exhibition buildings. We always said, I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah. So one night we were sitting there and then the next day we bought a, an old falcon for 100 bucks, give the bloke another $100 to uh, keep it registered and then we went out and spent 25 grand on getting it ready for the bash. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in 2003 and we missed two years because of um, COVID. COVID, yeah. So Lockie and... I was talking to him one day and he goes, oh, I'm going on the bash this year too, same year. Okay. So we both are 20 years this year. We 20 both year, become 20 years. Yeah, so, yeah, you guys are 20 years. So um, and so what, what, what are your roles? I believe, Gary, you're, you're on the board, is that correct? <coughs> I'm the board of Variety and yep. I'm the chairman of the bash. Okay. What's, can you explain the difference? Subcommittee, Bill. Oh, okay. Subcommittee, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. And the chairman, chairman has, the chairman of the bash has to be a board member. Oh, okay, okay. So anything that goes to the board, anything that goes to the board from the bash has got to go through me. Okay, cool. And then I've got to go to the board and okay the what goes on. And Griggy, your role at the bat in the bash was just a driver or just a yeah, participant, Bill. Participant, yeah. yeah. We've got a got a car with two two yeah. mates well, and we'll, uh, I think what am I up to seven? I think this year. Seven, seven bashes, yeah. yeah. And, and Lockie and, and Gaz done up to your 20th coming up. 20th coming and, up. And your role in the bash, Lockie? Uh, my role is generally to organise fun stops and chaos, so that's what I normally do. <laughs> and get lost. Like yeah. I'll get lost a bit, there. Yeah, so that's my job to try and make it a bit more enjoyable the, so, on the route. So do you guys, and it's going to be a hard question, I, I think, do you guys have, no, have any idea how much money you've raised over the years for, for just not just the bash, for all your charities? How many million? It'd be quite a few, wouldn't it? Seriously. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, well, don't know. Don't know. What have we done on the... No, you've done a heap on the well, bash. Well, Gary's one of the largest fundraisers on the bash collectively over the years he's done. So I'm, I'm about 1.2 million. 1.2. Your, your, your car. Your car. Yeah. yeah. So I reckon between the three of you over the years, you would have raised in excess of 5 mil? No. Four, four no. mil? No, I don't no, think so. the, not, not just the bash, but you got Danaher's and TDC. Like, 
Right yeah, for tigers. Right for tigers. Yeah, just a bit over six hundred now. Yeah, six hundred thousand. One point two, and and but that's that's just not the three of us. That's you know that's you as well. Yeah, that's yeah, you. Oh, yeah, but a that's, few but other. Few you've other raised five or eighty thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, sure I have. Yeah, sure I have. Yeah, but, we rope we rope in we rope in a few people. But in, yeah, but it's, it's well done though. Yeah. So. My other question I've got here: uh, Where do you guys find the time? You know, you all you all got businesses like, um, Griggy, you got your own financial business. Lucky, you're a, um, a, a, a principal in Aussie Brokers, and Gaz, you're a massive um, business with um, with the with in, uh, in a maintenance service for the last thirty four years, uh, managing contracts with the government, government housing, and, and rail infrastructure. Yep. So, how do you all find? You know, manage your time and, 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 and have time for all these um, charity events that you guys go on. You go, cause you go on quite a few each year. Yeah, you just find the time. Just find the time. Really, I've, I've got a pretty good group at work and a pretty good business partner that, that can look after things. If I'm not there, well, he comes on the bash with us anyway. So, <laughs> so, so the two partners are gone. <laughs> and TDC is only a few days. Yeah. And I'm on the board, which is a lot of nighttime work with that. And um, no, credit to you, mate. Credit the other, to you guys. Yeah, the other, yeah, it's just, you just find time, Bill. Just make time for it. Yeah. The old story, you want something done, ask a busy person. The, that's, yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. I think you've answered one of your questions down the track. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gaz and Lockie, more detail about the bash. Explain where the money's distributed. Um, and, Griggy, you can <coughs> chime in as well anytime you like. So, do you know so what? What it is, is we, we raise money for underprivileged kids. Yep. So, kids that. Uh, can't afford so a lot of it now is the kids who um, slip through the NDIS so oh, NDIS yeah. might give them an item but they don't give them the whole lot so we will once upon a time we'd raise money for the wheelchair now the wheelchair is normally supplied we don't give money to anybody it's always a, it's always an item an item yeah yeah oh, or, cool. or it's funding for a cha- another uh, Another group that we, we go through, so what we do is we go out to the schools and we go to the uh, charities, mm-hmm. like as in um, the salvos and things like that. So we do the bike give-outs yep. and we do, um, so the schools will contact us and say, we've got a little girl here that she can't get this wheelchair or she can't get, so iPads are a really common thing. So NDIS don't supply iPads. iPads, yeah. And a lot of these kids read and, t- and read and and um, well, how, how do you call it? They they converse. that's that's their they converse with iPads. iPads, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how, their, their way of getting around. Yeah, and conversing with other yeah, people. Yeah, and some kids can't talk, but they oh, do. Yeah. The iPads oh, have been the iPad. Yeah, they've been magnificent. Oh, awesome. And just um, we've done a lot of playgrounds where there's um, disabled swings. So so the kids will go up on their wheelchair. The wheelchair goes into the swing, closes up, and then they oh, can, awesome. They go on a swing. So so you guys then would you like. Be on site when that's when it's given out to the kids and yes, yeah. So yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. like I know when at TDC when we get when we do school visits, that's, that's a really big bus. So that's a, that'd be a, a huge yeah, bus. We, as we well. also supply the um, the buses for the disabled schools, so okay. uh, wheelchair buses, buses, sunshine buses. They call wow. them. So they're wheelchair. So there must be a serious amount of money being raised. By well, you got you got people who actually donate a bus. Like we've, we've got a really good um, uh, bike out in the eastern suburbs. that has got a bin company. And not a, not a bin, a rubbish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand, so, yeah. so he supplies a couple of coaches each year. Can we, can we give him a big shout out on the radio? It's WM Waste. 
Big, yeah. big shout out to WM Waste. Thanks yeah. very much, guys. Yeah, I should appreciate it. They're, they're great. And you've got Sheen Panels who... Sheen Panels, yeah, I know Sheen Panels quite they, well, yeah. They, they donate <coughs> a lot. They do a lot of lot of fundraisings and a lot of organising of the events and things like oh, that. Oh, awesome so. stuff. It's very so we do a kids' Christmas party, which is coming up now. Yep. Um, so all the kids get presents that don't normally get presents at Christmas. So how many kids would that be, Gaz? Oh, I don't know. Did you, go, you went last year, didn't you, Lockie? Yeah, a couple of thousand. Four, 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 wow. Thousand. But coming back to the swing, so I went to the launch one out at Campbellfield a few years ago. And to see the joy in the face yeah. of these kids, they've never been in a swing like that before. They're in a wheelchair and just the smiles on their face, unbelievable. Makes it worthwhile. Imagine, I can imagine, man. That'd be, mm. that'd be huge. Like, I, I know what it's like when we do TDC school visits. Mm. You, get, you get a big buzz out of that. And, mm. and, and I see this on, on, on unfortunate disabled kids, that, that have a, especially something like that, getting <coughs> on a swing. Mm. That'd be bloody awesome. That'd be fantastic. Even the kids with their bikes, you know. It's, yeah. you oh, know it's, it's a buzz. It changes their life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it's like when you buy a new bike. Right. Lucky. <laughs> Never bought a new bike, Bill, and waiting for Friday to give me one. <laughs> You'd be waiting a long time, yeah. mate. So when we're on a bash too, Billy, we'll, we'll go into a school that's got like 30 or 40 kids and they'll put on um, like a morning <clears throat> tea or something. They'll supply cakes and things like that. We've been to places where where um, <clears throat> they they come in and they say, do you mind if we sell raffle tickets for the school? We go, no, don't, don't worry about that. We'll sell you raffle tickets. Yeah. And you, you'll go out of the place and they'll come up to you and they say, when we have a <coughs> raffle here, because they're in the middle of nowhere, you know, we, we raise 80 bucks. Today we've raised 1200 You know, so that yeah. – and Blake's, you just go up to them and say, you've got to buy a ticket, you've got to buy a ticket. Yeah, and, and, they just, and they just buy it. They exactly. just buy it, yeah. yeah. Ah, fantastic. And just things like that with the schools. It's yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, sensational. So I also believe during the during the bash there's some awards given out during the bash. So you guys won any of, any of these awards? Oh, Gary has. He's won the largest fundraiser quite a Large few times. Fundraiser? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. So I've been up some pretty good fundraisers. That yeah. I've always been yeah. always been um, one behind. I think I think there's a Lost Compass Award. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one I was heading at. So, yeah. Greg, can you can you tell us about that Lost Compass Award and uh, and who's won it a few well, times? It generally goes to the person that goes off the beaten track the furthest and has a, a few hours drive to get back to where they're supposed to get to. Um, it generally goes to one person. Oh, yeah, it generally does one car. Then, well, maybe it is just one person because they're all sheep that are in this car. No, we're geographically confused. But what happens? <laughs> Unfortunately, did this bike ride up. <laughs> oh, really? Hang on, we'll, we'll get to that. Just, just bear with us. <laughs> no. uh, let's just stay on the bash at this stage, mate. No. So, so who does this award generally go to? It generally you? goes to Lockie. Lockie, yeah. So, so Lockie, yeah, what's this about you? Yeah, you, you must have a trait of getting lost. So you, you participated in this gravel cycling event in South Australia earlier this year. That was, that was a seven-day event as well, wasn't it? Oh, 15. F- 15? Oh, mm. Jesus. How many Ks was that? 1,000 Ks. 1,000 Ks. And how many vert, you know? How many what? How many vertical meters? Vertical <laughs> hills, 10,000 uh, 10, metres. Oh, very good. So I believe you got lost, mate. Can you, well, explain, up, can you explain that well, to us, Well, basically I grew up in the country. I've got no sense of direction. I don't know which <laughs> is north, south, east or west. And in the 20 years that they've had this bike ride, I was the first person to get seriously lost. <laughs> they sent the helpers out for me. I met these lovely people, <laughs> Robbie from Toowoomba. And after who, riding, who buddy, that, sorry, oh, Robbie from Toowoomba. Big shout out to Robbie from my Toowoomba. new best friend. <laughs> Clearly, he was. <laughs> they said, "I'll oh, just ride back to this place." And I thought I'd have some lunch at this nice little resort. And all it was was a tin shed. Luckily, they turned up, so they put the bike on the top of their car and took me to the where it had to be. But unfortunately, because a lack of um, radio communications, they were still looking for me at seven thirty at night. And I was <laughs> at five o'clock. But anyway, that's what happened. I got lost on that. I've been to Parachilney nearly. That's what happened. <laughs> just kept pedalling. <laughs> just love talk, love getting lost, though, Lock. And how really? far we are off the beaten track, though, Lockie? How many kilometres? About 40. 
know what happened. So that's, people, about, that's about two hours riding. riding on the people I was going. with, the husband was a bit slow. He had an e-bike. A bit slow uh, on an e-bike. He was, yeah. He, he hadn't had a bike before that. the ride. Mm. And his wife said, it's only 10 k's down the bitumen to lunch. Well, I thought, well, I'll meet you down there. Well, I took off and I was flying down this bitumen road. But what she didn't... Well, I didn't hear, I'm probably a bit deaf. At 10k's, you turn right to lunch. So I just kept riding. And after about half an hour, this car pulled up. And they said, You with the bike riders? Yeah. He said, Well, we haven't seen a bike ride for ages. We've got some water. So they gave me some water. So I kept riding. And then I eventually made communication with the guys. And they said, Do you come back here and turn around? And that's what I've. Eventually caught up with Robbie and he gave him an apple and a mandarin for lunch. So lucky I met him down the bloody 40 so kilos. You, so you can't read your, your watch either. You don't know when two hours is up. Well, I didn't know where it was. Well, yeah, half an hour you were supposed to be there. Weren't you sort of starting to question? <laughs> I, was out, I was where, lost where, though. I couldn't know where I was. But all these smart asses said, why don't you turn back? Well, when you're lost, you don't know where to turn back to. That's a bit hard. <laughs> hey, hey, Billy, I got a little story. Go on, mate. We took off on the bash one morning. We left the town and mm. it was something like 340 k's till wow. lunch or 320 wow. k's till lunch. So anyway, Lockie's out there. They take off and they've done their three and a half hours of driving or 300 whatever k's and they pulled <clears> into the town where we took off for breakfast. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I wasn't a navigator. <laughs> but what happened, Cloakie's a navigator, he's bad as me. Clearly we, he is. We come to this town, he said, oh, it was a big racetrack. He said, you reckon they had that on the route instructions, wouldn't you? <laughs> that minute later we're back in the town, we left about three hours earlier, so that's why I wasn't on the route instructions. But anyway, we got fuel again and away we went. <laughs> All right. So so that's the bash. Yeah. Let's get on to the Danaher Drive. <laughs> Lockie, can you discuss anything about the Lake Danaher Drive, please, for us? Oh, that's been pretty successful. That's likely. So, 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 so to the listeners out there, can you just explain what the Danaher Drive is? The Danaher please? Drive is uh, raising funds at MND. That's Neil yep. Danaher's yep. charity. Yep. yep. We've done about three or four of those. It's a great cause. We all know Neil and Terry. Yep. Uh, Gary, normally it's his car most of the time. Anyway, he hogs the steering so no one else gets a drive. Uh, this year... Reluctantly, he gave me a drive. That's, oh, yeah. that's when we. Is that, is that the sad face that Gary's got on now? <laughs> that's when we uh, had a minor potential happening. <laughs> Gary will probably tell you he hasn't got over it. Come on, <laughs> please elaborate, Kaz. He's traumatised. We go into this town, he says, I grew, up, I grew up in the chart. He grew up here. He said, I know where the house is, somewhere in this street. So we go around the block and we come out down this side street. It's one of these houses here. So he pulls up out the front of the house. It's on a slight hill. <laughs> So he pulls up out the front of the house. He goes in the house. No, nah, it's not that one. It's the next one. So then he's standing out the front. So my business partner Peter's in the front in the passenger seat. The three of us in the back in the back seat, and we're just sitting there. And um, all of a sudden the car starts rolling down the hill. <laughs> so I said to Pete, "You're going to have to get the the handbrake. It's an old old first model old two D, and the handbrake is an actual foot brake. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got to get to the foot. foot yeah. So he's hips bugging. <laughs> and he can't reach over to get to the foot, and the car's getting faster and faster and faster. And there's a T intersection coming up. <laughs> I'm in the ba- I'm in the middle in the back. I've just had I'm only four weeks off of the knee, 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 knee replacement. Yeah, I've had to dive over the middle of the seat, <laughs> dive down into the floor, and put my hand on the brake <laughs> to, <laughs> to, stop to stop the, the car. car so did we stop the car? We stopped the car. <laughs> and I God. thought they were being smart. I went driving off and made me walk down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so they come back traumatised. It was funny at the start because we're all just sitting there thinking, 
This car's going. Where are we going to do now? So, needless to say, uh, Lockie didn't drive again. I did, but I saved their lives later on because uh, Gary said, just go straight on. And there was a buddy major crossroads. And lucky I stopped the you know, going down the road. Um, I said to him, you come to uh, an intersection, a crossroad. And I said, it's straight on, Lockie. So, straight on to him means straight on. But there's actually a crossroad. So, normally the driver would think, I've got to slow down for that yeah, crossroad. Yeah, yeah. Then he starts. Telling me off because I said straight on. Well, I didn't tell him to go hey, through. The every other passenger group me, we're about forty minutes from the thing. He just yells out, "Straight on!" Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky I stopped. I was watching the funny would have cleaned up. So they're all grateful for my. Uh, it's a funny. It is a funny. Uh, it, it's a funny. Uh, there's a, some reason. There's normally a reason why that he drives in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be. <laughs> it could be a little bit of alcohol involved. Yeah, Carlton United like. kicked in. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, Greg, can you just reiterate a little bit more about TDC? And we've gone through this, but just a little bit more about TDC and the, and the Ride for Tide campaign again for the listeners, please, mate. Uh, well, we just a group of, a group of us ride under the Ride for Tide banner and we raise money for, for cha- cancer charities. And um, at the start of the year, we'd, we ride in the Peter Mac Unite for... For cancer, for cancer yeah. ride, yeah. And that needs to go back onto a ride, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does need to go back onto a ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be good to have a two-day event again. Well, even one day, one, one day. Really just, yeah. just sorry, just to get us out on the road yeah, again, the road, rather yeah. than doing it by yeah. yourself. Something yeah. should chase up. It, it gets a bit boring. Yeah, it does get a bit boring, yeah. But, um, but but having said that, you make a pretty good effort. Like we, we spend a day. Like I know they give you, they give us seven days to do a certain amount of kilometres, etc. Yeah. And but I know you organise a day for your. Right for tag team, team to yeah. get out and you know do a few k's together, so it's, it's just a bit of fun. But it would be nice to get yeah. a proper tour going back on again. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think, yeah, I suppose it's just a money thing, Bill. How they, how they, but how they, how they I'm raise sure, money. I'm sure they would raise more, wouldn't they? Well, you would think so, but I think history shows that it wanes after a couple of years. So. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I they'll, think they'll relaunch it and it'll do well the first year, and then for whatever reason. Doesn't do so well the next and year. And TDC do it well though, don't they? Really, when you think about it, it's been going for so long, and, and they, yeah. they keep it regenerated. I don't know, but it's, yeah, they do it. It's they a do different, it well. it's, it's a, a com- different, completely different, different event, and yeah, a completely right. different yeah. ride. And yeah. um, like the Tour de Cure rides, you know, you you feel completely, completely safe. safe yeah, yeah. We, we got the, we got the luxuries of, of peloton cars front and rear, and, yeah. and food yeah. trucks and trucks and, and some Gary crews this year. Yeah, and, and like I say, support crews, whereas. The Peter Mac rides just 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 go out. It's and a just, bit like yeah, a it's like a, a around the bay, around the bay yeah, type. A short, a shortened version of around short the bay. Short version, yeah, couple yeah. of drink stops, and yeah. um, make sure you're it's hydrated still, and still a bit of fun though. Bit of support. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you're raising money for exactly for, for, for a cause for a good cause. Exactly. And when you hear the stories that come out of Peter Mac and that the and the work that they're doing in cancer, it's 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 mind blowing actually. Yeah, it is you, absolutely when, when you think of what you know what it was like when we first started doing this, and every year more and more advancements are happening. Are happening, and yeah. yeah. Even we we're talking about it, you know, talking about a couple of people that are going through cancer out before we came in today, and you know, the treatments people are getting are so tailored to the type of cancer that they've got, which yeah. in the old days they used to just pull out a piece of paper and say, "This is what your next." You know, six months or twelve yeah, months or two look, years look, is going to look, look like. like. Yeah, if you where, make that long. Where where now? Yeah. It's it's every everyone, even with the same type of cancer, has a different type of treatment, and depending on how they're travelling, having that treatment will depend on what course of action the hmm. the oncologist takes. So, 
the, be- yeah. the beauty of it too, Quiggy, is when you go to Peter Mac or you go to Olivia Newton-John, those people, the research people, like I had one in the car with me yeah. on, on this trip, they're that excited about what they do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they love their job. They love their job. Yeah. Yeah. They're su- super pumped and about it. Yeah. You go and meet them at the place and they go through about what they're, what the, what they're, they're doing. They're, they're really excited yeah, no, about good. the whole thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. But yeah. they're actually they're doing something. Well, know? it's so hard for researchers too. You know, they spend you – know, the way we fund medical research in this country is just crazy and, you know, no one – I think I might have mentioned it on the last time I was in here. No, no, no – no um, research is funded 100% by anybody. So, mm. And these researchers have, have to go and plead their case to yeah. to people, you know, companies like charities like Tour de Cure, to the government, to philanthropists. They're just, you know, it's just mind-blowing the amount of time they have to spend just to get a bit of seed money to get yeah. something started and hopefully the way that turns out, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, can, they might, you know, hopefully get some more. But... Yeah, you know, the technologies that they're using these days are just just mind blowing. Well, I never forget the time we went to Peter Mac. This young girl showed us around uh, breeding flies, getting yeah. something out of the flies' eyes. Yep. Well, they hosted that night, and our dinner was on at say six thirty. She showed us around, and she was going back to work. She was so passionate what you said before. Normally, most people just go home. Yep. But we put it out, and she just loved the job. You know, yeah. so it was great to see. Mm. So, you guys don't have to answer this, you two, but we, we know. Quiggy's why, why you ride the TDC, but do you guys want to mention why you guys do the TDC rides and Peter Mac rides? Well, touched on it before. No, I touched on it before. Like, Quiggy's a catalyst for us. I knew Lucas when he was a little yeah. kid. He was probably three or four years old, and that sort of was the catalyst. But similarly, being in the bank, I've come across that many people who are unfortunately afflicted with different diseases and illness and accidents. Makes you want to try harder. I just think now I've got grandchildren at two and three, so it might save their lives. The research going could be your life or anyone. So I think it's a good cause, and you don't mind putting in extra. But about the first ride we in Tassie did, Gary and I, Greggy see, but Gary was actually didn't know he's following. Went to the school in Burnie, and Kathy, who I worked with, she just been diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Now I was going up the hill and I was absolutely stuffed. No, oh, he said naked. No, nah, okay. <laughs> go up there and um, we can edit. No. Nah. Anyway, um, I was going to get off and I thought I'm not going through what Gary, what she's going through. And unbeknownst to me, Gary's behind me and he would have got off, I got off. But so it makes you try a bit harder try when you know do, yeah. that you're raising money for someone. Yeah. You're just riding a bike yeah. they're going through all this. Yeah, you know, right. exactly. So, Gary, do you have a why? Any, any particular reason? Well, I started, we, we just got doing it at the start. But then I lost my sister-in-law and brother-in-law within a few weeks of oh, each other about yeah. uh, five, nearly six years ago. And young Josh, my brother-in-law's son, he rode with us. That's right. You know, I remember that, yeah. The, the early Tassie ride. Yes, that's He's right. He's the one who got blown off the bike on the bridge. On the bridge, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get Josh hopefully at Adelaide. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Very so, good. So, yeah. yeah, my wife's sister passed away and she was my wife's best friend, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were six girls in the family, but they were only 18 months apart and they were both at the golf club and they did everything together. So it's really affected her, no, yeah, her, yeah, your wife, yeah, and, and her other sister's husband, who was a good mate of mine, you know. So, and they they both went within weeks of each other. Mm, God. So, and we've got just at work. I've got uh, a, some close blokes at work. I've got another brother-in-law now that that's unfortunately just been diagnosed. So mm. It just goes on, and, and you just know that you've got to keep doing. Got to keep doing it. Yeah, exactly but, right. Exactly. Talk on. about young Josh. The first ride in Tassie is riding next to me. 
said, I was the old slug. It was this young girl in front, about a third of my size. And I just said to Josh, I wish I was like her, I could ride all day. No sooner I said that, she fell off the bike. She had an asthma attack, so she <laughs> fell on the ground. Didn't do the rest of the ride, but the sad part about it is the doctor is riding next or behind us, Sarah Wilmot from yep, Beansdale. She was first on the scene to help her out, and unfortunately Sarah lost her battle last year to cancer. She, she passed did away. Too, yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, she did too. Exactly right. Yeah. So from all, from our rides that we do, is there any message you want to send out to, to the listeners? What, what what can they do? People take things for granted. What, what can they do? Can you, any any advice to, to, to the listeners out there? What should they do? Like males especially, because we're, we're pretty gung. Well, I've learned something about this I do because I've had this uh, second time around the bowel testing kit. I didn't do it the first time. The day I was going to do it, this was about a year ago and it lapsed. And uh, Gary was saying his brother-in-law and he's, they picked up his bowel cancer through the testing. So I'll go home tonight and test it. But Gary and Robbie said, you can't do it yet. It's got to be a cool day so you can put it in a post and send it off. So, but anyway, so I think I've learned something there. But on the serious side of it, Everyone's more mindful of cancer, have your checkups, and we go around the schools, talk about the kids putting sunscreen on, things like that. They did do that, and also there's always appeals everywhere. If they've got a few spare bucks, tip some money into cancer research. Yep. Good, well done, well said, yep. Excellent. And to go and get tested, do all get, your tests. Get, do, I, yeah. I rode with one of the boys, Dennis, on the on the bike ride, and I rode with him one day, and, and he's had a few bouts. Of, yeah. And... Um, he just said to me, have you had a blood test recently? I said, well, I haven't really. He goes, well, go and friggin' have one. And he said, make sure you do, you know, because he said, and I, I did. I yeah. ended up going and getting all the tests done and um, I was okay. Yeah. And I've had another one since, another lot of tests since then anyway. But he just said to me, make sure you do it, yeah. yeah. I must admit, like, me personally, I, I never used to. Yeah. Um, since I started riding with TDC and Peter Mac, I, I you know, remember the, the very first... I think it was the very first TDC ride, we had Klaus, it was yep. about skin melanomas and what yep. have you, and skin cancer and skin checks. Skin so, doctor. Yeah. yeah, he was a skin doctor, that's right. So I started going, uh, I get a skin check every, every year. Yeah, so mole mapping I'm, too, yeah. yeah. I'm quite lucky because I'm of European descent, so my skin is not too bad because you know, I'm out in the sun all the time and I've never really looked after myself, but, but I still go and get checked on a regular, on a yearly basis, yeah. So, yeah, to all the listeners out there, male or females, just go out there, do, do your Required testing is just one day or whatever, yeah. So just absolutely. go and do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do it on my birthday every year. On your birthday? Well, just around around, <laughs> around, around, around my birthday. I don't go. I don't go there. <laughs> and, skin testing. I don't go there and uh, blow candles out with the doctor, but um, it's just a reminder that I have to go and have that annual check. And um, I know COVID really put a put a spanner in the works with going to see see your doctor, but it's just so important to um, to do that. All right. What are you on about, like? Go on. We'll pass on that, Bill. Sorry? We'll pass on that. Oh, we'll pass on that. Okay, cool. All right. Can you mention a standout from each event or one event in particular? Anyone got a standout or, or an interesting uh, anything interesting that's happened besides Lockie getting lost? Any, any standouts? I've got a standout. It's nothing to do with um, any of us, but uh, about the third bash we went to, we've got two teams of microparamedics follow the bash cars. We're out in the middle of nowhere in Queensland. It was actually a serious road accident and it hadn't been for the paramedics or the bash, the people would have probably died, but it actually okay. was an ambulance lit about two minutes away from where the accident happened. So wow. that sort of stuck in my mind. It just goes to show a stroke of luck that that's what happened. Mm. So any any famous celebs that you, that you, you, that you do the bash with or, or TDC with that you want to mention, give, give them a shout out? 
I had a few. Some have got shallow pockets, but no. No, all jokes aside, uh, been some fun guys. Uh, Darren James, 3W, yeah, good yeah. man, Dazza. Dazza, yeah. Spider Everett. Spider goes on, yeah, on, on, on the bash. Yeah, okay. we've had uh, him, Jack Levy. Okay, That's, cool. Oh, uh, we've got Mike Brady. Elliot Goblet there. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Wilbur Wild. I'm going to see Wilbur on Saturday night, actually. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say hello to him. I will. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll mention yeah. the guys. Yeah. Gary and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We'll, do, we'll do. Absolutely. Is he, he's talking to us, is he talking to us at the moment? Like he is, yeah. He's a he? terrible navigator, too. So I'm not going to get bashed if I say it. No, that's all right. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, let's go to an ad break. Uh, you're listening to Triple B Socials. Oi. 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 IGA is shopping nights. IGA where the price is right. Seaford North IGA for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. All right, welcome back to Triple B Socials with our very special guests, Lockie, Gary and Griggy. All right, a little bit about yourselves, guys. Enough of the doom and gloom. So, Lockie, first of all, firstly, where did you grow up? What area did you grow up, mate? Gary says I'm still growing up, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. No, look, my dad was in the railway, so I shifted all around Victoria as a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Born in uh, Cassidy went to Charlton. That's how we come to go back there with Gary, running in Stratford. <laughs> and got lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back to Glen Wavy when there was nothing. It was a country town, but it basically ended up at Nil. Did most for schooling at okay. Nil. Uh, made four and five just. <laughs> Oh, then I uh, joined the bank, I had no idea what I wanted to do, and my old man knew the bank manager, sent me down to the National Bank in nil in 1966. Most, most school kids had borrowed pens, they were the only bank in town that had a steel nib pins and uh, inkwell and blotters, that was my job every week, <laughs> but anyway, so I went from there to Kerrang, down to Warburton, and made the dizzy heights of being a teller at National Bank at Dimboola. Uh, wasn't Timmy Watson a, territory. Yeah, she was a young kid when I was there. It wasn't quite a dumb bum, but anyway, it took me five years to become a teller now in the bank. As long as you can move, you're a teller. <laughs> uh, then I ended up uh, going back to Nil and ended up in Melbourne, bank manager a few at National Bank Place. That's where I met Gary in the first place. He was one of our victims at National Bank at Thornbury. <laughs> Just moved on there and in the spare time played golf and, and, and tennis. And, 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 uh, you made, and you made a multi-million, haven't you? No, I didn't hear that. He's bought a sandwich <laughs> shop, so I think it wasn't going that well. <laughs> But that's basically my story. Okay, and uh, cool. live up at Warburton now in the Yarra Valley. And, no, uh, lovely part of the world. Should be a good bike ride. Plenty of hills, but it's too hilly for me. So everyone <laughs> so says, you miss. have you ridden to Donovan Wang? I've driven there a few times. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's me, Billy. And Gaz, what about yourself, mate? Where did you grow up, buddy? Grew up in Watsonia. Watsonia, yeah. Yeah, went to school at uh, St Mary's in Greensboro and then parade for a little bit and then found that that wasn't my go. It wasn't your go, mate, no. So I went to a tech and then I didn't last very long there. Why would that be, guys? I just didn't like school, really. <laughs> but you've done well. And then I, I left school and had a, an apprenticeship as a pattern maker. Oh, okay. In the engineering trade. I thought of dresses for a minute. <laughs> in the engineering trade. Did that for nine or so years. Got married, bought a sandwich shop in Little Burke Street and did that for 18 months and... Paid Wasn't your go? <laughs> no, it was good. It paid, oh. paid, paid off my first house. Bloody good egg and lettuce sandwiches. So, <laughs> so I paid off my first house and then I I um, was in, just as I'd sold the sandwich shop, my business, my boat lives in the, a mate of mine lived in the same street as me in Montonia. We're having a talk and he said he doesn't like his job and I said, well, 
We ended up, I started that business, Valley Maintenance. He, yep. Pete and I started it in 1986. Should have been 1985 and it would have been a lot better now. Mm. <laughs> Because if you sell it or anything, Billy, you pay tax. 85, you didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so unfortunately just... we can't lie about that. <laughs> so anyway, um, we started back then and and uh, I did it with a bloke working with me and Peter as an accountant. So we, we sort of got that going. And after a year he came into it working and just since then it's moved on. I'm just trying to think if I was at the ministry in 85 or 86 as well. I just can't remember now. Just trying to think how old I was. We're looking after Paran yeah, estate, yeah, yeah, yeah and no. we're looking after Broadie estate, Broadie estate, yeah, and Ascot yeah, Bar. Yeah, yeah, and no, I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah, I would have been in the ministry then. Yeah, I would have been there. Yeah. In the 1996, we tended for the building maintenance contracts. Mm-hmm. Or 95, I think it was, and we've been doing that ever since. And Griggy, from memory, you're a Dandenong boy. Correct. Correct. Girl. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Born and bred. Born and bred, and now. Downtown Sandy, eh? Yeah, Bayside. Bayside, Bayside boy, good boy. So, Lockie, any nicknames growing up or of late? Uh, just Fat Man. Fat Man. <laughs> Why would that be? Hey, hang on. That's unfair, Lockie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, can't put yourself down. You, you, it got you some money last year from memory, losing all that weight. It did, I lost 10 kilos, Bill. And, and, how, much did, and how, much, how much did you get for that? Uh, about 10 grand, I think. That's not too yeah. bad. No. A, 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 a grand, grand a kilo. A, a, grand, a grand a kilo. But unfortunately, that? this year I couldn't go back to the same purple. <laughs> I just lose some weight again. But anyway. <laughs> so next year, mate. I'm on a mission. <laughs> You're on a mission, yeah. No, I try to lose 50, uh, 12 kilos. I lose 12 kilos between now and next November's right. I've been preached about seven grand so far. Please. The pressure's on. You've upset me tonight <laughs> eating bloody chocolates and maxi bonds and that. <laughs> So I don't want you getting that seven grand. I want that seven grand coming to me. But the plan is I'm off the beer during the week and the chocolates, so that's the plan. And I'm eating the Greek yogurt now instead of ice cream. Shit, it's good. He did, did a good job last year, Billy. He did. It, he did an excellent get, job last year. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, so, yeah, no, he did very yeah. well. We were very, very impressed. Is it? Is in a? Um, is in a competition with our other little mate, Tomo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tomo's going to get the yeah. seventy kilos. Good luck. Yeah. Without losing a league, I don't know about that. Anyway, so what about you guys? Any nicknames growing up? Or Never had one. Never had really? one. No, Just Kaz. Really. Cads. 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 Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, not really. And it's funny. I come. My dad had is a large family. Mum would come from a large family. And on my dad's side, everybody had nicknames. Yeah. So my old man name was Roy, and he's he was called Albie by everyone. Albie. Um, yeah. There was no no connection. No. No connection. And, and Griggy, you've, you've been Griggy since I've known you. Anything else yeah, from memory? Probably the main one. I used to, our high school was Wall. Wall. For a re, uh, long story, but I won't go into that. Okay. Okay. Um, and then when, it, when I was in primary school, Piggy. Piggy. Piggy, yeah. <laughs> Piggy Griggy. Piggy so. Griggy. Uh, that, that, that rhymes well. Yeah. So, um, can you describe your early childhood, Lockie? In what regard? What did you get up to, you know, as a teenager for well, so. These days I'm um, be diagnosed with ADHD. My school report books, like, is easily attracted. Like, you must try harder. <laughs> uh, funny. I think that was a stock standard. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Mine was the same, yeah. but anyway, so. But one thing I have noticed, like, I can I had a paper round as a kid. Yeah, we'll get onto that. One thing I have noticed when we go on tour, we'll come back on. From a day's riding, then you'll go out and walk ten k's or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
You want to go and have a look at the shops in the main street in the second hand <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're doing? The second hand. We'll get on to that a little bit later yeah. on, boys. Okay. Um, what about you, Gaz? Your early childhood, any, any standouts? Uh, not really. Um, no, I did, no, not really. I, no. I was into water skiing. Okay, yeah. My yeah. old man passed away when I was only young. Oh, okay. So um, me neighbour over the road... They used to take me water skiing all the time and I ended up, used to go to Yarrawonga every year yeah. and as we got older, it was still Yarrawonga. So um, I spent a lot of years out in the, on, the, on, on, the, on the water, on, on the lake in the water, yeah. Oh, lovely. And just um, just the usual, knocked around with mates and we had a lot of friends in Watsonia. Like we actually had a funeral on Friday with an old friend of Watsonia, which was actually, I know it's, everyone says that it's sad, but... It was a really good get together with all the people you knew. Yeah, not, you know? yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. What about you, Griggy? Your, your early childhood as a teenager? Early, early childhood. Oh, say teenage years. Uh, early, early childhood, like I had two, um, two uncles that were dairy farmers, so we used to spend a lot of time up, up on the dairy farm. Um, I was a Boy Scout when I was a teenager, okay. so um, we had a pretty active scout group, so that was always good to go away with. Out into the bush and that sort of stuff. Um, sport, footy, footy, yeah. athletics in yeah. summer. Yeah, very good. So, you, you you've described us what you've played as a major sport as a youngster. So, do you have any idols? Idols as a youngster. Yeah, do you follow any? No, no idols at all. Like, I can't remember. No, no, it's Peter okay. McKenna. Peter McKenna, to, of, of course, being a, a Collingwood supporter. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Glenn Thompson. A, I, Okay, no, and, yeah. and, and enough of Collingwood support. <laughs> we'll move on to Gary now. He might have a bit more sense than you. Gary, what, what, what major sports did you play as a youngster, Gaz? And, and did you have any idols? <clears throat> I didn't really have any idols, Bill. I umpired for a long time. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, there and, you go. Um, I used to like Bernie Quinlan, so I named me oh. Dog Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> old Fitzroy supporter you were? Yeah, an old yeah. Fitzroy supporter, yeah. But um, Yeah, no, not really. No, no real idols, I don't suppose. So when did you commence cycling seriously? I used to ride actually when I was younger. I used to ride to work because I used to lose my license all the time. So <laughs> Enough of that. We won't put that out there. <laughs> I used to ride a bit. I, we, we used to when – I, when I got married and later on we used to go to Burma Yui for holidays, I used to always take my bike and I'd ride okay. a few k's and that, doing that. And then just, I don't know – the old bike with the, the gears down on the... Oh, yeah, 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 on, yeah. On, the, on, the, on the... Yeah, I remember yeah. those, yeah, yeah. Made one of those bikes but, as well. Um, and then I got onto it because um, I had a lot of trouble with my toes and I, I used to love walking and my wife and I would do a lot of walking but I just had so much trouble with my toes I couldn't walk. Okay. So it started me riding and then we did a few rides. Didn't we get out uh, um, with Aaron and, and that with the early rides and, yeah, it just got us into it. Very good. So, Lockie, what, what about you? What major sport did you play as a youngster? And, and, and well, did you have any idols? Well, I didn't have any idols because I grew up in the bush and uh, we didn't have telly. <laughs> or hardly had a radio and I didn't read papers in those days, so I had no ideals. <laughs> uh, had heard of a bloke called Elvis Presley, that's about all. <laughs> but uh, played tennis as a kid. Mum and Dad played tennis. So I played tennis and cricket mm-hmm. and footy, all those sort of things, yeah. and then went in the bank. Moving around, each country town had different winter sports. So some was badminton, some was table tennis. So yeah. unless you didn't, if you joined in the sport, you'd meet the locals. Otherwise, you'd be sitting home so pretty lonely and uh, doing nothing. So you played fair, all sorts of sport. Fair enough. So As a country kid, yep, very good. Played a fair bit of golf, but uh, the high, I was a champion golfer. 
I actually won the Neil B Grade Championship in 1969. So uh, that could be I've won nothing, won nothing ever since I peaked too soon. <laughs> peaked, <laughs> early, peaked early, lucky. Yeah, it was B grade and there was five in it, so there you go. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. One in five chances. Yeah. Have you ever had a hole in one? No. No. Okay. I can say I've never looked like I've played with about oh, five no, people I had know, a hole in one. The, I know the way you drive, you'd never you'd get close. But <laughs> well, well, talking about driving, this championship I won. Coming into the last hole, was 17th at nil, I was eight strokes ahead of the other turkeys. <laughs> anyway, there's out of bounds of... <laughs> Highway, I couldn't believe it, but I hit the thing out of bound in the back of a tip truck, so the ball was going down the road. <laughs> anyway, I ended up come the last hole, I was one down, and the other bloke stuffed up the last hole, but anyway, I ended up winning by one. <laughs> it can only happen to you, Lockie, yeah, seriously. Yeah, it, can. it can only happen yeah. to you. So, <laughs> I think you might have answered one of my questions, my next question. I don't know, it's your truck. What is the one thing people might be surprised to find out about you? I think I've just found it, haven't I? Hey, um, nothing really except I'm very <laughs> near enough's good enough. Kaz, what about you? What's the one thing people might be surprised to find out about you, mate? I really don't know, Billy. No, no not really. No, it's okay. Kaz, nothing. No, get uh, Griggy. Sorry, uh, it's, it's hard having three people. I get confused. It's easy for me to get confused. That's okay. Uh, well, Griggy's answer. What about you, Bill? What have you haven't told us? Plenty. It's like, hey, it's not about me. It's about you guys. Okay, it's all about you, Bill. I, I, I'm asking the questions here, <laughs> Lucky. Yeah, what did I put? What did I say last I time? I can't remember, man. That's why I asked you again. <laughs> Don't know. We'll move on. It's yeah. okay. All right. So, Lucky, I've been to your place, and you have the most amazing collection of memorabilia I've ever seen. You got stuff in cricket, footy, car racing, golf. Um, just to name a few. Can you please explain some of the items you have, and how did you? Start collecting all this stuff. What, 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 what got you motivated? And do you have three favourite pieces out of all that massive collection you have? Well, I've always been a hoarder from way back. <laughs> Is that why you stop at second-hand shops yeah, all the time? Yeah. And uh, I had this grouse bottle collection at one stage. And I came home one night and they are all in the bin. Mum said, you're not tidying up the room. So they all went to God. But uh, they've always collected coins and stamps, things like that. And uh, I don't know what's happened, but it's... Started collecting paintings and bits and pieces, and uh, once again, in my previous life, a guy called Wynne Bursey won Bathurst. Said, uh, Come to Bathurst. If you go to Bathurst, a lot of the bank manager can't do much at Bathurst. So I become the Holden line, I used to dress up in the lion suit. Well, through that, I met quite a few race drivers, things like that, and I was collecting all sorts of motoring memorabilia, things like that. And uh, turning back the clock in 1990, we started a business <laughs> called. <laughs> Nabark, but it was basically what was, reno- it, what was it called? Nabark, but basically we were renovating houses. What rings in my ear? Our accountant said you can't lose. You're buying houses, not like you've got a menswear shop. We bought all these houses around town. Anyway, the houses dropped about a third overnight. Interest rates. We borrowed two million bucks at six percent. <laughs> By the end of the year, it's twenty three percent. So it was a bit sad, but anyway. Um, as a consequence that I had to sell my house and to get the new one, Gary's got a half the suits down with the helmets. But anyway, <laughs> we've got back on track after a few stuff ups. No, but anyway, we're, and I'm just a hoarder and enjoy collecting this stuff. And part yeah. of the fun is the hunt. Uh, yeah. And I had this old Custer Ray Honey set. He was Australia's number one military and aviation artist. Anyway, he fell on super hard times. Anyway, I didn't want a heap of aeroplane paintings, so I got this bright idea to do, get him to do some sports paintings. Well, I didn't know Ray was going to live to about 90. He's nearly <laughs> set me broke. So <laughs> got about 40 of these sports paintings. But the highlight's been I've had a signature by everyone's on the paintings. I've met a lot of interesting people who actually depicted on the 
the painting, so trying to catch up and get the autographs. And that's, okay. uh, I found it interesting. I'll be oh. out of space now. So. so do you have three favourite pieces, by any chance? It's hard. Uh, probably one is uh, Wynn Percy's winning Bathurst driving suit. Oh. Mm. Uh, still got 19, that? No, no, still got that. Gary. Yeah, no, Gary hasn't got that. Uh, <laughs> got that. Uh, got a humorous, naive type painting by a lady called Sue Jansen, which I quite like. It's got three people on a beach and one f- overweight guy and two chick girls, and they keep selling the overweight guy in the middle. <laughs> and uh, good question, Bill. And the other one, I guess, is a Rod Laver statue. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. So, have, I seen, have I seen that one? Yeah, but is that much rubbish here? You probably haven't noticed. <laughs> probably haven't noticed, exactly. But it's good, though. I can buy things and, gee, my wife doesn't know what I bought in. Oh, didn't know that was there. Anyway. <laughs> so, so Jenny doesn't go up, up to your room, up to that room, does she? Oh, she hates everything, I'll tell you. <laughs> and me. <laughs> no, I think she hates you, but she might hate your room, I think. No. So, do you have a favourite quote or saying? I think you might have said your favourite quote before. Do you have a favourite quote or saying? Uh, prophets prevent... prevent uh, <laughs> Say no, perfection well. prevents profits, but uh, what happened is uh, Kelly, who worked with my son, he's 42 now. He is between 28 jobs he had. His family's niche in life now, but he worked with us for about two months. <laughs> Kathy is the opposite. She's ultra clean and tidy. I don't know what she was doing, but Murray, who was about 20 at the time, told her, it's like watering the lawn where the house is burning down. <laughs> that didn't go down too well for a couple of months, I'll tell you. <laughs> Gaz, do you have a favourite quote or saying? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Go on. Yeah. Don't tell me how you can't do it. Tell me how you can do it. Mm, good businessman, eh? That's why you've been in business for so long, buddy, eh? And and, and very successful. Well, well done. What about you, Griggy? Yeah, can you remind me? No, yeah, no. So. All right. So, Lockie, I know Billy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Lock. <laughs> that part that part will be edited. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love your memorabilia, but is what what, what makes you happy? Just mixing with friends and trying to help people if they're in spot of bother, hard time, or help them out financially or give them something. Or, But what's happened in latter years, I take it for granted because I've met that many people who are now celebrities I knew when they were just young people. Like, for example, we used to play tennis with Eddie Maguire when he's a nobody, uh, Shane Jacobson, and now they've kicked on. I get a lot of joy seeing people, like whether that or sports people, just workers like Gary, for example, uh, done really well through hard work yeah. and hasn't had a silver spoon, spoon put down their throat and done oh, well, but that's given me satisfaction. Oh, awesome. Helping people out. Uh, but one thing about Eddie Maguire, though, a lot of people knock him, but he met my son Murray when he was about four. Every time I see Murray, Eddie now, he says, how's Murray? So I've got oh, a lot really? of time for Eddie. He doesn't forget people. I, no. admit, I, have, I have heard yeah. that, yeah. yeah. So following that question, what has made you smile in the last <laughs> seven days? The last seven days? What's made you smile? Actually, in the last 20 minutes, it was. I saw some Maxi Bond. Shit, Grouse. Very good. Like, I'll take that one. <laughs> right, Cass. What makes you happy, mate? Ah, uh, just being, being, being with, with people. people. Being Fam- mates, family yeah. and people yeah. and family and friends, and yeah. Just, so, just that. That, that atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, mate. Yeah, family and, and, and friends. Like, to me, my. Because I don't, I don't have any brothers or sisters, so my friends are my brothers or sisters. Like, I've, like I'm, I'm, I, I knock around you guys, like, yeah, not as much as I knock around some Thanks, of my mates. Like, I've known my best mates that I've known since, since I'm 12 years of age, and now we're 68, 69, so we, know, and we see each other on a weekly basis. 
especially now that we're all retired. We, you know, we go to lunch and coffees every week. So that's, that, that's a big, big buzz for me. So, Gary, following that question, so what, what's made you smile in the last seven days? Don't say maxi bonds. I'd say the kids. The kids? Yeah. yeah. That big a smile on your face? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yep. Quickie? I was with them on Sundays. Okay. And the last seven days. Uh, probably the ride around Albert Park Lake this morning made me smile, Billy. Yeah. It was very nice. So it was a good day no today, wind. wasn't it? No wind. It was, it was actually excellent. It, it was a great day today, yeah. It was a good day. It's just a good thing getting together after it now. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's good. Yeah. coffee, you know, it's good. Social and, you know, it's a good bunch of blokes. No, it is, yep. And girls. <laughs> Yeah, and don't forget the girls, exactly. So we know, I remember Griggy, well, I, I have forgotten, but I remember his, his, his first job you ever had. So what about your first job you ever had? Uh, Lockie, could be selling papers, could be doing anything. What was your first job you ever had? Not not pocket money from your folks. First job I had, I lasted a day. <laughs> I picked peas, and you never say how many peas it takes to go in a chaff bag. I'll tell you, so I did it for one day and earned 10 shillings. That's a lot of money back in those days, wasn't it? It was. It was hard work, Bill, I tell you. You don't really have my little piece fitted a big buddy chaff bag. <laughs> so banking, what was your call then? A lot I, don't easier. Know, I don't know. What's my call? But <laughs> so it was, well, okay, let's, let's put it this way. But I had a paper pick, round, though. That was picking peas or going, working in the bank, well, what are you going to take? Oh, working in the bank. <laughs> I thought that might be the case. <laughs> um, what about you, guys? What was the first job you ever? I worked at a place called Mercura Garden Supplies. Where was they're that? They were in the Concord at Bandura. Okay. And uh, he had me filling sandbags all day. <laughs> oh, no sandbags, yeah. Uh, They're a pain in the ass to uh, fill, Because young people used to come in and buy bags of bark yeah, 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 or yeah, buy, yeah. buy bags of sand. Sand, bags of sand. And the old, now you can't have anything over eight kilos uh, yeah, or whatever it is. Well, they were they were, they they were, were heavy. heavy. I, I remember picking those bags so I up, I did it yeah. for four weeks before Christmas and um, it nearly killed me. And just explain to listen how you do it. When I, was, when I was in the game uh, back in those days, like, they'd have a, uh, a drum and, like, a, what's it, a 24, no, no, uh, a container that the bottom was cut out and you'd put it in, into the bag and you'd just shovel sand or bark or in, yeah. in, into the bag that way and then you'd pull, it, pull, pull, that little, it, yeah. pull that bucket out and then the bag was full. No, I didn't. I'd have to fill it in the bag. Oh, really? Over and <laughs> well, that's a hard one, mate. Yeah. Old Italians, Bill, they... They, uh, <laughs> they wouldn't do the, no, the, no, the bucket? No, nothing easy. No. <laughs> you get out there and do it. All right, um, Lockie, first car you ever owned, what colour was it and did you have a name for it? That was a green 1961 VW Beetle. I thought it was the Ants' Pants at the time. I uh, put a Brabham exhaust on it and put the wheels back to the front so it looked like they had whiteys on. It was a (laughs) hot little car it was. (laughs) Did you name it? No, I didn't have a name. I don't think Herbie was around there. He came a bit later. (laughs) After you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you were pre-Herbie days. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, guys? What, what, what was your I first had a, game? I had a 1967 XR Fairmont V8. That was my first. And yes. I knew I was going to buy that car from when I was whatever age, that that oh, would really? be my first car. So I went looking for it, paid 1350 bucks for it, I think, at the time. And uh, What colour was it? Maroon. Maroon? Yeah, you didn't. Black uh, interior. And I'm sure you didn't name it, did you? No, I didn't name it. You're a good man, Gaz. So, Gaz, I've I've meant to believe you've got a a collection, a private collection of Oz American muscle cars from the 50s and 60s. Yes, really. How many do you have? I don't know. You don't know? (laughs) (laughs) don't know. I've got things that are unfinished and things that are unfinished. Okay, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, so. So. It's actually mine 
and Pete, my business partner Peter, we okay. we collect them. Okay, but yeah, so, yeah, some. So what so what makes of cars do you have? Do you know, uh, mainly Fords. Mainly Fords. You're a yeah. Ford man. Well, yeah, we got, got a couple of Chevs. A couple of Chevs. Yeah. Yeah, but um, mainly Fords. Ripper prefect. Yeah. So what got you interested in that? I just love cars. You just love cars. Yeah, grew, grew up loving cars. Yeah, yeah. When me when me dad passed away, he was a car person, mm-hmm. and his brothers were, and their sons all were, and that's. That's how I got to the Maroon XR Fairmont because one of the sons, George, one of my cousins, who's 11 years older than me to the day, we were born the same. Oh, day, really? 11 years apart. He bought one brand new. Okay. And, and uh, you fell in love with it. Yeah? I just said, I've got to have one of those. One of those, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. You know? So going back to the bash, you've been in the bash now coming up 20 years. Yeah. How many have you had the one car or have you had two cars? Two cars. You've had two cars in 20 years. And what were they? Two cars. I got the, it was a 68 Falcon XT. That's um, right, yeah, the first one, yep. And yep. the second one's an LTD. Oh, okay. But we've also got a, a 1969 F350 truck that goes on the bash. Oh, really? And someone else drives it? Yeah, it's a refreshments vehicle. But oh, refreshments. We, we, <laughs> we, we own it. And, um, How do you get to drive that car, mate? <laughs> I'm tipping Lockie doesn't drive it. No. <laughs> He's banned. I'm a customer. He's a customer. Yeah, he's a, customer, a good yeah. paying customer. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, on to you, Lockie, and we'll get back on to guys later. Your favourite band? Rolling Stones, or as far as individual, John Prine. John, John Prine. So John Prine. Do you have a favourite song? I've told it to you today, Billy, but so... Uh, what was it? Let the listeners know. It's up for you to tell them. It's a ripper little song. Mike Brady put me on a John Prine. Yep. And, tell the story. Uh, and I'd never heard of John Prine. And no, I, neither had I until you mentioned him to uh, me. Anyway, he's a country in Western. He died last year. He's came, been to Australia. And since then, I've got about six of his LPs. I quite like them. They're very humorous. And okay. if you listen to the words, it's quite funny. And the name of the song is? Can't tell you. Okay, he's playing hardball, ladies and gentlemen. So, Lockie's favourite song is In Spite of Ourselves. And that's why I didn't tell you. Exactly right. Here we go. Have a listen. Hello, I'm Con. And I'm Stav. And, and we're we Eddie Nucky. You're listening to Radio Caram. And that was In Spite of Ourselves by John Prine. Why that song, Lockie? I just like the. The, the humour in it and the wit, and it's just sort of just a great little song. Great little song, yeah, catchy. those who are prudes. All right, moving right along. So, Lockie, can you cook? And if, and if so, what is your signature dish? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> tipping you can't by the looks of it. Uh, no, I guess around. I've got it a barbecue, but when I was in the flat years ago, we used no. to go to the <laughs> hang on, hang on. shop. Gaz, you're shaking your head. You can't cook. You can't cook. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. All right. But we used to go to the butcher shop, get four T-bones, about eight chops and some sausages. They'd cook us for three days. We'd go to the pub every other night for a can of tea. But we used to mash the veggies all the time. That was our specialty dish. But now... You've progressed? Yeah, to I'm, what? To, to, just to a, take barbecue, away. a barbecue and I've got a pizza oven, so I'm, I'm my fourth pizza. <laughs> okay. So... He does know every <laughs> cake shop in Melbourne, though. I, I know. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, I rode with him on the Warby Trail... Uh, a few months back, and he says to me, oh, "I'll share your lunch." Okay, thanks, thanks, Lock. You know, a, a pie at the, the best pie shop in Warby. The fine he goes. I'm having a chicken pie, and I said, "He said he's having a chicken pie." I said, "Okay, I'll just have a plain meat pie." And so we got the girl to write chicken pie <laughs> for him, 
and, and nothing for me. So mine was a meat pie plain. So I get to his place. He, he, he gives me my pie, sauced it all up, and I take a bite in it. Hmm, hadn't realised beef was white. So he's giving me his chicken pie, and then he complains that I took it. He's dished it to me, and he complains that I, I took it by mistake. Well, I think you did. I don't think so, mate. <laughs> so, so the, can you name me three people dead or alive that you'd have for your magnificent barbecue? And I use those words loosely. Who would I have? Yeah, three people dead or alive. Uh, Tiger Woods first. Yep. He's my hero. Went every day to see when he comes to Melbourne, but at golf, hang on, is. Hang on. A few minutes back, you said you had no idols. I know you got Tiger Woods. You asked me about this part. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go on. Uh, Probably the Rolling Stones, then Mick Jagger. Oh, not Mick Jagger. He's in that, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Same Same thing. thing. Chad Morgan then, throw one in. Chad Morgan. Curveball. All right. Gaz, can you cook? And and what's your signature dish, mate? I haven't got a signature dish, Billy, but I can cook. You can cook? Yeah. All right. I can cook. Do you have a favourite dish then? I just... I'm just a meat and veggies meat person. Meat and veggies person, yeah. Yeah, no, that's just things like yeah. Yeah. Do, I try different things. And yeah, oh, cool. Lucky comes over on a Tuesday night sometimes, or Monday yeah. night. Yeah, Monday like, night for Tuesday, Tuesday morning rides, yeah. And we make up something decent for him for tea. He might buy the steak and bring it there, but... Mm. Oh, very... Me. So do you have three people dead or alive you'd love to... Um, I don't know, Bill. That's something I have to think about for a minute. No, we'll, we'll go to Griggy. We'll come back to you, mate. What about the Pope? The Pope? No, I'm not quite... No. <laughs> Griggy, what about you, mate? Uh, can I cook? I try hard. Yeah, yeah but and how does it come out? Uh, well, I do the I do the pasta for the yeah, boys. That's always before nice. the Great Ocean Road ride. A couple of pastas. Oh, nice. Carbonara yeah. is probably the Car- Car- dish. Yeah. So Ste- steak though, I'm a, I like the barbecue steak. Um, yeah. So any th- three people you'd have? Oh, uh, wouldn't mind having. Dad around the table one yeah. more time. I yeah. was pretty young when he died. Yeah, uh, Lucas, of course. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, third one. Toss up between Gary and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I think get, you. I think I, you're I, out. I, I get you anyway, mate. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't have to ask for yeah. more. <laughs> you just come and gate crash when you're lucky. I don't have to ask for it. Probably my grandfather, actually. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very good. Have you thought of any guys? Yeah, well, or? obviously my old man. Yeah, yeah. Only young. yeah, yeah. Same. I think we all have our dads, yeah. And I've got a cousin that, that looked after me when my dad died. Yeah. And I'd love to have him back sitting around the table. And um, I've actually got another cousin that died that I'd like to have sitting around the table. Oh, very Same good. thing. So yeah, they're all no, dead. But yeah. But as a, so, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. So, Locke, what's been your favourite holiday destination to date? A rock and roll cruise that Mike Brady organised many moons ago and Gary and Peter went along. Basically, there's about 20 couples all knowing each other went along, so it was a great cruise and I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Do you have a bucket list destination you'd like to get to? Not really, though. No. I wouldn't mind going bike ride in New Zealand one time. Okay. What about you, Gaz? You've, you've been not so long on, on, on an overseas holiday. What's What's been your favourite holiday destination to date? It doesn't have to be overseas. It can be here in Australia. Okay, I do love going to New York. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, a bucket list, or one that... One that, one that you've never been to and you'd love to get to? Greece, Billy. You haven't been? So, what happened a few years ago, before COVID, I booked a, a, oh, yeah. a cruise. Yes, yeah. And we booked that, and then after that, Kate and I were going to go to Greece for two weeks. So, we booked um, Naxos for five oh, days. Oh, yes, yeah. 
and been there. It's we good. booked another place, and they're both really nice places. And then we're going to do a, a, a small island thing. We had it all organised. So COVID hit. Uh, we got our airfares back straight away. Yeah. We got our cruise money back straight away. We got our accommodation in Rome back straight away. We got our accommodation where it finished. I think that was in Barcelona again straight away. We didn't get any money back. Any money back from the Greeks? <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise! <laughs> so I'm going to go there and use those. They told us I can use that accommodation, so I'll see if I can get away with it. <laughs> Let's see if you can. So, like, I've, I cop the opposite to what you have. Like, when COVID hit, I'd planned to go to New York. We'd booked to go to New York, and I, I'd never been. There. I was interested in yeah. going to New York, so I missed out on that because of COVID. But I was lucky; I got, we got all our money back from accommodation, airfares, etc. No Greeks in New York, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I've asked you last time, Greggy, but we'll go we'll go back again, mate. I try to remember. Uh, ah. Had a good had a good trip to Tuscany a few years back with the kids. Yeah, um, that was really really nice. Uh, bucket destination, probably. Japan or South Africa, I yeah, think. Yeah, very good. So if you guys – is there one place you'd like to retire to if money was no object? It could be anywhere in the world or Australia wherever. Is there any place you'd like to – I'm just happy where I am personally. You're happy? Yeah, yeah that's fine, yeah. Same here, Bill. So, yeah, I've got no I ambition know. to retire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll retire backwards and forwards from my holiday house to home. Yeah, yeah. But i got no – I've got a place up in Queensland and I, I'm going there tomorrow, but – Got absolutely no ambition to retire there. I couldn't think of anything. No, but you, you've got a lovely place down it's Ocean, Ocean Grove, isn't it? Holi- yeah, and it's good just to holiday there, but mm. I've absolutely no to, ambition to, to retire there. I love the outback. I love the little trip with a couple of mates, and yeah, I, I know we do the bash, but we don't get the sea mates. Do we? Stay very. Don't, I'd like don't to, to stay. Yeah. I'd like to pull up at a place and and Been go to the, the pub or something. and Think, oh, we might stay here for a couple of days and just do yeah. that, you know. And you know what, like. Uh, I may have mentioned this on, 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 on this podcast once before, but I remember when I was 21 at the time and, we, and I travelled around Australia with some mates and, like, it's a bloody big country and, like, you know, you don't, you don't see everything. Seriously, we just went around the coastline pretty much. That's about it. But, you know, it's, it's such a huge yeah. country to get around and, and to get around to those, especially those, those private little places out in the bush. So, you, you know, you just can't get around to them enough. But you're right. Awesome. So is there – any of you guys have a favourite all-time movie? Just jump in. No? Yeah. Planes, trains and automobiles. Planes, trains and automobiles, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> what about you, Griggy? Any favourite all-time movie? Uh, I'm a bit um, – I'm a bit of a Liam Neeson fan. Liam Neeson so fan. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, the, yeah, um, the, take, the Taken series is, yeah. is one of that if it's ever on telly, I'll, I'll always come back to. Look? Uh, not really. Probably no? Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Well, that doesn't that surprise me? So, is there anything you, anything you guys are currently watching that you can re- recommend? Just jump in. No, no nothing. No. Okay. Uh, I was watching something on binge at the moment. Um, uh, what's it called? Shine is it? Shine. Shine. I don't know that one. No. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Lucky. What if anything scares you, mate? Other than you, you besides me. No, actually, um, or this believe podcast. Believe it or not, I used to be claustrophobic as a kid. Got locked in under a house. Mate's brother shut the door. We're locked in there. Couldn't find our way out, and I think that's how we become claustrophobic. And what happened? I won a trip in the bank to Hawaii, not to yeah, Hawaii, 
talk to my neighbours in the going about a month before. I said, I can't go. I was shit scared of getting an aeroplane. <laughs> so they went and had a great time. And I swapped them for a cruise. But ever since then, I've been okay. But the funny thing about flying, I've, I've been flying quite a few times when the parachutists were no door on the plane that didn't worry me it turns out it was just uh, lack of air coming through but I've mm. overcome that phobia now Bill so very good what I'll about go, you guys I'll fly to Greece with you uh, water water you know, what, <laughs> you, know, you live on a boat at times yeah, no, I'm, I'm really badly claustrophobic yeah and when I go under if I I can swim in water I'm not yeah. worried about it that doesn't worry me okay, but yeah. I can't Snorkel or do anything. Oh, yeah, once, yeah, once yeah. my head goes underwater, underwater. I, okay. I, I just can't do it. And I worry. Panic a bit? A pa- yeah, I panic. And, and being at a surf beach, I used to panic. And I used to, I watched the three kids who grew up in surf beaches at <laughs> Bermagui and down at Ocean Grove and that. And I used to be watching their rashies and I was shit frightened of it because I was worried if something happened, I don't know whether I'd be able to a- do a- anything. How are you going to get in there? Yeah. I used to really scare yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. What about you, Griggy? Uh, probably just me health, mate. I think. Yeah, health. Yeah, yeah. Worried about that. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Gary. Moving on to your your favourite band, mate. What's your favourite band? It's not a favourite band. I picked Let It Be because I just always loved that song. Because yeah. it was one of the last of the Beatles songs where they sat in that studio and and every time I hear that song, I <coughs> I picture that. But I did, a lot of other songs that doesn't mm. doesn't happen to me, you know. So that's probably why I've picked them. All right. So we're going to play Let It Be. So it's a good toilet break song. Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune into my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Caram. Okay, and that was the great Beatles, Let It Be. Thanks, Gaz, for that great track. All right, a couple more, a few more questions and we're, and we're done, guys. So let's just play a little game. Lockie, you're 18 once again. What is one bit of advice that you would give yourself as a new 18-year-old? As a new 18-year-old, what, what have you learnt over the past 40 odd years? Well, in your case, 60 odd years that you've learnt. If you're going out for a night out, don't mix your drinks. Very good, very good, Gary. What about you, mate? Take on a different trade. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> what would that trade be now? I would have been a carpenter. I should have been a carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. yeah. I would have thought myself I would have loved to have been an electrician. I'd finished my apprenticeship when I was 18. I was all over and done with, but, yeah, I would have rather have been a cop. Yeah. A few of the mates were, and they were earning a lot more money than me. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing, like, yeah, like, like <clears throat> me being a landscape gardener or gardener, per se, like, it's a great trade, don't get me wrong, but the pay pay rate <coughs> compared to a sparky or a plumber yeah. is way down way down there. <laughs> nah. What about you, Griggy? What, what's the one thing... As an eighteen-year uh, now, as an eighteen-year-old back then, what, what, what's one thing you, 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 one bit of advice you'd give to yourself? It probably doesn't apply anymore. Buy, buy, buy more property. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's fair enough. No, I just work hard. I think, Billy. Yeah, good. And finally, what is the one thing in the world that you'd like to see happen, which would make you happy before you leave this planet, Lockie? Shit. Oh, I think uh, just see my grandkids go through school and get a decent job and don't get on drugs. Or, and also yeah. stay healthy. Stay healthy, yeah. Drug free, yep. Very good. Gaz? Get rid of the Andrews government, I think. <laughs> I do a lot of work in that area and it doesn't seem to be working out very well lately. 
fair enough. A little bit controversial on, <laughs> on, on Triple B socials here. <laughs> Very good. What about you, Griggy? What was the question? Um, <laughs> what makes you happy? No, what no, would no, make no, you happy? No, no, no. Before I before peg you, out. Yeah, before you peg out, yeah, before you leave this planet. What, what would make – something you'd like to see happen before you leave this planet? Yeah, I'd like to see these wars over and done with. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just yeah. unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. Uh, I think that, that will they ever, ever – To be serious, you just want to see your, your, your family grow up and yeah. – and and for as long as you can, yeah, to, to see that happen, you know, and to see where they get to and what you, yeah, you know, what the, your kids are doing, and, and, and to me, Lockie sort of nailed, nailed it. Like you know, like I keep saying this, but back in in, in my day, now, you know, there were, there were drugs around, but it wasn't these days. Drugs are that like you don't know what what goes in the drugs these days, and it's just so easily. Accessible to, to kids and, mm. and, and to people, it just does my head in at times. We're lucky at the moment yeah. too because I think the three of us sit here and probably four of us sit here, and thank God it hasn't happened to any of our kids. Yeah, and, yeah. and my kids, like I look at how much they drink alcohol compared to what I do, and they, they hardly drink. Yeah, yeah. you know, this doesn't. They go out and have a good time. There's and no left for them, Gary. <laughs> 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 Gary puts a lock on the fridge as well. <laughs> All right, so just to f- finish up a bit. Um, I believe you guys are doing the South Australia Tour to Tour to Cure Discovery Tour in a few months. I've, I've heard it's a it's a great tour, so I hope you enjoy it. And I'm, I guess it's because I, it started off because Gary didn't do Vic, so you're doing South South Aussie with with Gaz. That's right. Yep. So yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, it's yep. so sad. Watch us ride off every day. <laughs> uh, enjoy that. Enjoy. When's that? It's in April, isn't it? Middle of April. Middle yeah. of April. Okay. Tenth of April, I think. Tenth of, no, they've moved it back a bit. Yeah, that was gathering around for the yeah. footy now, so they've moved yeah. it back. Okay, cool. Back a week. Do you know where you're going over there? Yeah, we do. We Basically do. down to Victor Harbour, yeah. around there. Yeah. Oh, very we, good. We Clark. actually go. McLaren Vale. We actually go and come back, don't we? Yeah. Oh, I hope we, we come we back. We do a loop like we did at <laughs> yeah. Mansfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know you missed out, guys, this year with the kids. So, is it the same kid? <laughs> you need to double up on the kids? I don't know, Billy. Yeah. Funny, was going, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> Let us know. I'll, I'll find out. I'm, I'm sure I'll, we'll find out in due course exactly. Maybe, maybe there's a different colour for 24. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully it's a darker oh, yeah. colour. Yeah, that, that light blue wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> the dark blue one was okay, but the light blue wasn't, uh, wasn't very flattering. It's like, it was almost like a white jersey. Not good at all. All right, gents. Um, once again, thanks very much for coming on board. Uh, sorry for the, the muck up a bit, but you know, we finally got on here. So thank you very much, boys. Uh, so, folks, don't forget, make sure you like Radio Caram on Facebook or Insta and keep an eye out for your favourite shows. And when they're broadcasting, check out our website, radiocaram.org, for more info about other shows on the station. Uh, more importantly, just keep on listening to Triple B Socials. And <laughs> this is Triple B. This is Triple B Social saying thank you once again for listening and hope you enjoyed this week's show. Real people, real stories. Hope to speak to you soon. And I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And let's finish off with uh, part of my favourite Christmas song. Let me get it up here. Hang on a second. Peeps. Thanks, Billy, too. No, thank, no, thank you, guys. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, thank you Billy. very much. So, where is it? Here we go. So... Merry Christmas, Yoko. Merry Christmas, Julian. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a great New Year. Cheers from Triple B Socials.